Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. You're listening to episode 56. It is a gorgeous day here in Arizona. I've already spent my little bit of morning time outside and I'm just absolutely loving the weather, enjoying every minute of it that I can because as of this recording, it's mid-May and so the hot weather is coming. So I'm trying to enjoy as much of it as I possibly can. So I am really excited about everything that's going on right now. This weather, I feel so energized and there's just lots and lots of good stuff happening. One of the things that I have got going on is I'm working on an outline for an audiobook. And I can't wait for it to all come together so that I can share it with you. I will definitely keep you posted. But as you know, I'm really, really passionate about this combination of job searching and owning your career and marketing. It's so cool, as we talked about last week, when you start to see the threads of your entire career come together and that nothing's wasted. I look at what I do now and what I did in the past in product development and marketing and merchandising and branding. Trust me, all of that comes into play when I am coaching you and I'm thinking about the ways to help you stand out in your job search and really help you get what you want out of your career, that you can set your sights on something, and when you do, you can have it. I'm helping you do that. So I'm really excited about the way the audiobook is going to take some of that deeper. But for today, I want to talk about interviews. And I know I talk about interviews a lot, but that's that moment, right? You're in front of a human and you are able to start sharing your value in a real way, turning all of the beautiful things on your resume and LinkedIn profile into an actual human talking and and speaking, teaching, really helping people see everything about you that's awesome and that will add value to the organization. Now, if you are getting lots of interviews, that's a sign that your job search strategy is working and your resume is working and doing a lot of heavy lifting and getting you those opportunities, getting you inside the door But when you're interviewing and moving through those stages of interviews and not getting offers, it means something is going sideways in that interview. And this is not something to stress out about. This isn't something to worry and beat yourself up about. It's something that is so easily fixed. And I know this because I'm helping clients fix it every single day. This is what I do. We we get the we get the off we we get the opportunities flowing 
And then we work on how we talk about ourselves, how you talk about yourself. So if you just realize that lots of interviews and no offers only means something's going sideways and the thing that's going sideways is something that you can control, it's something that you can steer, it's something that you can guide, it's going to completely change the nature of those interviews. So I want you to think about it like this. Everyone has a story going on in their brains during the interview process. You do because you're thinking about yourself, you're thinking about the opportunity, you're thinking about how you can share your value, you're trying to stay out of convincing energy and into detached energy and be yourself, like all of these inner conversations going on in your head. The person interviewing you has a lot of conversations going on in their head as well. Trust me, I've been there been a hiring manager. I've done lots and lots and lots of interviews. And the whole time I'm thinking, could this be the right person? Oh, how can I learn more about this about them? And of course, I've got my standard list of questions that I'm asking, but I want to leave enough room for that to take a turn and dive a little bit deeper into an answer that they provided. So trust me, the interviewer has a lot going on in their mind as well. But I want you to realize that you not only have control of the narrative in your mind, but you can actually control or at least guide and steer the narrative that's going on in the interviewer's mind as well. Here is something that happens frequently when you're doing a lot of interviews, but you're not getting any offers. You could be coming off as underqualified or overqualified. Now, those are very broad terms. There could be some nuances in quote unquote underqualified and some other nuances in the idea that someone is overqualified. But you know what's kind of happening if the person is asking you questions and they're trying to pull something out of you, say, for instance, on the overqualified side, when someone says something like, you might be bored in this position, I actually had someone say that to me in an interview. I had a good comeback for it, though, because I got the job offer. (laughs) But you can actually help them see that you're not overqualified. But if that's a story they've got going on in their mind, then you need to take control of that narrative. You need to not allow that narrative to continue or they're just going to be making assumptions about you that aren't true. I have lots of clients that have very, very specific reasons why they want to stop being a manager and become an individual contributor. But if they don't control that narrative, if they don't guide the narrative in the head of the other person, then all that other person is going to see is, wow, I wonder why they want to become an individual contributor. Maybe they're not that great of a leader. What if this is just they're taking a break from leading and they're going to quit 
later and I have to do this all over again. That's a story that's going on in a hiring manager's mind. So when you encounter something like that and someone is describing you to yourself, then I want you to take that as a cue that you need to now start guiding the narrative that's going on in the mind of the interviewer. First and foremost, you can do this right from the beginning. When you are answering the question, tell me about yourself, and you have a sense that the interview is going to go sideways or you've had the experience that interviews go sideways, then take charge from the very beginning with how you answer, tell me about yourself. If you are someone who, say you're creative and you've done lots of creative roles, you've been an art director, you have led teams and done lots of things creatively and over time you've realized that there's this one aspect of being creative that is your favorite thing and you want to now focus on that, then I want you to lay the groundwork in the tell me about yourself response. When someone says, tell me about yourself, Guide the narrative by telling them right up front exactly what you're thinking and exactly why you're doing what you're doing. So if you've had these big creative roles where you've had a lot of oversight and now you want to become an individual contributor or focus on a singular aspect of those roles, then right in the beginning, let them know. Well, I've been fortunate enough to have a career that's allowed me to touch many areas of creativity, everything from being an art director to, you know, working with vendors to guiding the stories that we're creating in the in marketing materials. And what I've learned is that the thing that drives me, the area of the creative process where I thrive is production, is managing all the details and navigating all the relationships and being the liaison between art direction and graphic designers and vendors and the people who are producing at the end. And so that's my goal in my next role, that I can connect with a company that's going to allow me to offer that kind of focus and that kind of value. Now, see, I just totally changed the narrative. So instead of that person thinking, wow, they've got a lot of big experience. Wonder why they're coming here. Wonder what this is all about. Don't leave them to wonder. Be right up front with it. Be right in their face with it, if you will. Of course, in a nice way. But don't let someone else or expect someone else to figure it out. Don't leave the connecting of the dots or the thread in their hands. Take control of the narrative. Now, what if you're underqualified? You can handle this as well. 
You can talk about the fact that you are seeing so many possibilities in the value that you can add when you look at how all of the bits of your career have led you to this moment. That this is very similar to that. And you're Basically, what you're doing is you're looking at your career history, you are looking at the job description, and if you've applied for the job because you know that you can do those things, then tell them that you can do those things. One of the things that was really exciting for me when I saw this, quote, say the exact detail in the job description was that it's such has such a relevant relationship to the role I had when I was at whatever company and I had the opportunity to add value in this way. So those are blanks that you're going to fill in. But when you see something in the job description that resonates with you and you know, wow, I can absolutely do this, you don't have to let them know you can do it in a convincing way. Convincing energy is a little bit graspy and comes from a place of scarcity. So I want you to get control of that in your own mind first And instead of going in there convincing them that you can do it and you can learn and you can make it happen, just knowing it yourself and talking about it from that place of ease and certainty and confidence, that same little spark that resonated with you when you read the job description and were kind of like, oh my gosh, this is for me, use that. Use that for yourself. Take that same energy with you into the interview. You don't have to convince anyone of anything. If you're convincing yourself, chances are you're in convincing energy and that will flow into the other person. But if you go into it knowing this is part of my story and this is something I can absolutely do, and you are connecting the dots for yourself, you're finding the overlaps and the relevant experience, you're getting through all of that inside language and connecting the dots, and you are quite literally connecting the dots for the other person, listen, you're making it easy. You're not insulting the intelligence of the other person. Not at all. You're doing what great marketers do. And that is you're making it easy for them to see you as the solution to the problem, for them to see you as the person that's going to help them achieve everything they're aspiring to in that role, on that team, and for the company results. So don't wait for someone else to figure it out. Take control of the narrative, of the storyline, of that story arc from the beginning so that you're not only controlling your own narrative that's going on in your mind, but you're guiding and moving the other person through your narrative as well. And you're breaking through what they might be thinking about you and getting them to think about you the way you want them to, a way that's going to keep them focused on you as an awesome candidate for the role. All right, try this. 
Trust me, it's going to work. All right, I'll talk to you next time. If you like listening to this podcast and you are going to love my program, Job Search Field Guide, this is a unique opportunity. I offer group coaching alongside a five-step process to help you land a job quickly. So I hope you will join me in Job Search Field Guide. This is going to be revolutionary to your career journey and your job search, and you get lifetime access. So find it at elisashuck-careercoach.com, and I will see you there.